morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, I'm Mark Smith, and thank you so very much for joining me today as we continue the journey in the series, The Process. You know, we're going to proceed down the road to understand something very simple. Where do we go from here? And let me remind you, if you weren't able to catch the previous episode of The Process, please listen to those again on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You'll find those under Mark Smith, The Process. You know, if you didn't get a chance to listen to either series, the first series, Part 1 or Part 2, The Foundation and the Perfect Storm, you can also catch those on those platforms mentioned above. You know, I kind of want to dial back uh, and remind you of a few things that we discussed in the previous weeks, which was my mission and my mission in us understanding truly where do we go from here. And that was when you look in your mirror is the vision you most relate to of being poor or rich or does it proclaim a victory of progression and growth? But more importantly, does it radiate the glow of your purpose? Hmm. You know, one of the things that has been a central figure in our conversations was the positive and negative reflections that are cast when we look in in your mirror. M-I-R-R-O-R. Managing internal reviews that remove opportunities remissed. And as mentioned in that segment, the importance of relinquishing the potential views of society and seeing the greatness within ourselves. You know, we just listened to an excerpt of No Weapon by Fred Hammond. And that just epitomizes that there is no weapon, that society's weapon will not prosper. And then we turned away from our mirror and began the day, and it became set in our own thoughts. There were two things that had to come to our thoughts, and that was what we give and what we accept. Therefore, we make conscious effort to adapt the mentality of one's regression or who is poor, and I said poor was, remember, passing over opportunity repeatedly. But just as we've already emphasized in other messages, our choices can lead our mental thought process of one that believes in being rich. And that's realizing it can happen. And after we realize it can happen, it became time to adapt the intestinal fortitude and not only believe this in our minds and hearts, but profess it and proclaim it through our actions of consistency. Proclaim. Providing respect to others can lift and affect your individual meaning. P-R-O-C-L-A-I-M. Proclaim. I want to ask you, have you ever felt that you were fighting multiple uh, never-ending battles? One of those could be with individuals such as family or friends, even members of society for all intents and purposes. But there is also the one that could be the most damaging fight. That is the within your own mind, between your ears. Both have the propensity to leave scarring effects that sadly, very sadly, some never truly recover from. In all the series of messages in the process, I've been very vocal and passionate about maintaining strength during adversity. I want to remind you of something. That if you be faithful in small things, because it's in them that your strength lies. With the new day comes a new strength and even new thoughts. Strength and growth only come through continuous efforts 
and sometimes a struggle. You never know how strong you are until you, till you, I want to say, until you actually have or forced in that that situation, or that's your choice. Last week, during preparation for this message, there was a point when a mental block came over me for a period of time while I was writing. Has that ever happened to you? Just needed to kind of stop and take a break. You know, as my mind became stagnant for a short period of time. I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to practice what I preach and stand up and look in the mirror to see what I saw. What happened shortly thereafter as I gazed in the mirror was what I felt was a sense, a real sense of internal release. Release of stress, release of unhappiness, release of pain and other mental casualties that I've allowed myself to fall victim to. And when I began to sit back down and start writing again, an internal voice Uh, told me to stand again and capture what this long-awaited victory feels like. Visions internally created that offer a release to you. Victory. Are you ready to get started? (laughs) I am. So here we go. Let's start with the, the V and visions. I've heard that uh, what are more captivated in life by what we most often see. Let me say that again. I've heard that we are more captivated in life by what we often see. I'm curious if that statement really holds true during our time of self-evaluation. I can remember a time during a meeting many, many years ago when a supervisor told each of us to write down our personal goals for the company. And he would ask for volunteers to read those at the conclusion of the meeting. Now, back then I was in my 20s and 30s, so I'm not ashamed to say that in my mind, (laughs) the only goals I had was when did we get paid again? Can anybody second what I'm talking about right now? But his purpose in posing this question was to see who had a broader vision that wasn't just for today or tomorrow. So I... (laughs) was was the last one to read mine, as you probably imagine, which gave me time to truly redirect my thinking, so to speak. And the answer that I gave the room uh, made everybody pause. Matter of fact, it left the room speechless. I stood up and said, each person outlines their goals and plans based on their immediate needs. All of you stated that your goal or vision, but where is your vision's? We have been tasked to think not outside the box, but outside the planet. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let's just say I lost a few friends that day from those words. But that was really the first time that I grasped the concept of what I saw in my mirror. Now, many times I've proclaimed many people can see, but many don't have vision, which is essential in our growth process. Ayanna Van Zandt says it best quite eloquently. She said, if you don't have a vision, you're going to be stuck in what you know. And the only thing you know is what you've already seen. So we tackled the V. Let's go with the I and the C in victory. Internally created. Have you ever been in a situation or situations when you realized that you were your own worst enemy? Kind of just talked about that a little bit earlier. You know, far too often, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am, as well as my own worst critic. 
You know, I would say, Mark, you could have done that better. Or you could add this to get your point across. You know, so many times it leaves me personally with thoughts on incompletion or empty or feeling empty within. Now, do you remember an episode ago and a few things, a few moments ago, excuse me, that I said, there's two things that we control. And that is what we give and what we accept. To better understand those feelings, both of them are internally created on the way in the path of your victory. Let me break this down a little bit more. So, if I am to grasp my victory, it relies on a messages that is internally created daily. Then I am truly in control of my destiny. And if I'm truly in control of my destiny, then the words of society, my peers, don't have really any bearing on my success. More important, when you finally learn and accept that a person's behavior has more to do with their own internal struggles than it ever did with you, then you can close that door of internal created questioning. I love what Savanji Bo said. He said, every internal struggle starts with fear and self-doubt. The journey will not only prove your human existence, but will make you compassionate, peaceful, and content. Today or tomorrow, the journey has begun. So friends, let's gear up. Okay, we've got the V. We've got the I. We've got the C. Let's go with that offer release. T. O R and victory. I want to choose to start here with something I am passionate about. And that that I promise to circle back to um, in a moment. So just stay with me for a second. Success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you made the effort to become the best you can be. As a facilitator, I always put my, myself in the shoes of the men and women that attend uh, the three-week workshop. And on the third day of training, we have an exercise entitled, in, in excuse me, past, present, and future, which really takes the air out of the room. You know, in this, we individually talk about some of the mistakes we made in the past, where we are in our lives now, and what our plan is for the future and what that entails. My colleague and I go first for a couple reasons. Number one, to let them know our negative choices in our past aren't much different than the ones that they've made. And number two, we want to humanize who we are. We're no different. Which, you know, a lot of people walk in and think because we are facilitating this that we are head and shoulders above what they are. And that's not true. We're no better than they are. You know, I believe this exercise also is one that offers a release from the insecure feelings we created within our past. I make it a point to consist consistently for them to honor their being, release each and every struggle and gather strength from the life storms. Finding outlets that offer a release from your past can become a daunting task sometimes. But you know what? It is truly a necessity in all of us. I keep a poster in my office that I look at every day. And it's, and it's just simple. It says it's not the load that we carry, but it's how we carry it. So let me profess the main key that offers a release to victory is to forgive yourself. 
You know, recall what I said at the beginning. Success is peace of mind, which which is a direct result of self-satisfaction in knowing you've made every effort to become the best you can be. Sometimes you don't know the weight of something that you've been carrying until you feel the weight of its release. I want to close with the last one a victory and that's the T and the Y which is to you let me ask you another question have you how often have you wounded yourself by feeling angry fearful jealous or vengeful it's pretty safe to say that we've all endured one or several of those emotional states at some point right what was it that de-escalated those internal thoughts and feelings? For most of us, it was the decision to decide we needed to move forward in our life. And, and harnessing the feelings mentioned weren't really healthy for us to truly grow. As well as what we did or what we needed to do. Or what we really had to gain by getting angry, jealous, or vengeful. You are the catalyst of growth and prosperity. While difficult at times, you control what you give and what you accept. You control the inner peace, your day, and your future. You know, some may say, Mark, <laughs> that's not true. Life can change things uh, in an instant. And they have. And they have for me as well. And, you're abs- and you are absolutely right. But you do have the option to find wisdom in your storm. But there's an absolute about you that I do know to be factual when you review what's in your mirror. You have what it takes. You are strong. You are brave enough and capable enough. You are worthy enough and it's time to stop thinking otherwise. Let me remind you, nobody has the dreams you have. And nobody has the magic you have inside you. It's truly time for you to start to believing in your internal power. Not today, not tomorrow, but right now. Let me close uh, our message today with a story. There were two men, both seriously ill, who occupied the same hospital room. One man was allowed to sit up in his bed for an hour each afternoon to help drain the fluid from his lungs. His bed was next to to the room, uh, not only not only the room window, but it was <laughs> actually it was the only room with the window. The other man had to spend all his time flat on his back. The men talked for hours on end. They spoke of their wives, their families, their homes, their jobs, their involvement in military service, where they had been um, on every holiday. Every afternoon, when the men in the bed by the window could sit up, he would pass the time by describing to his roommate all the things he could see outside the window. The man in the other bed began to live for those one-hour periods where his world would be broadened and uh, relieved by all the activity and color of the world outside. The window overlooked a park with a lovely lake. Ducks and swans played on the water while children sailed their model boats. Young lovers walked arm in arm in the midst of flowers of every color and rainbow. Grand old trees 
grace the landscape, and a fine view of the city skyline could be seen in a distance. As the man by the window described all this exquisite detail, the man on the other side of the room would close his eyes and imagine the picturesque scene. One warm afternoon, the man by the window described a, a parade passing by. Although the other man couldn't hear the band, he could see it in his mind as the gentleman by the window portrayed it with descriptive words. Days and weeks passed. One morning, the day nurse arrived to bring water for their baths only to find the lifeless body of the man by the window who had died peacefully in his sleep. She was saddened and called the hospital attendants to take the body away. As soon as it seemed appropriate, the other man asked if he could be moved to the window. The nurse <laughs> was happy to make the switch, and after making sure he was comfortable, she left him alone. Slowly, painfully, he propped himself up on one elbow to take his first look at the, at the world outside. Finally, he would have the joy of seeing it for himself. He strained to slowly turn and look out the window beside his bed. It faced a blank wall. The man asked the nurse what could have compelled his deceased roommate who had described such wonderful things outside this window. The nurse responded that the man was blind and could not even see the wall. She said, perhaps he was just wanting to encourage you. Encourage you of a beautiful victory that is within us all. Victory. Visions internally created that offer a release to you. V I C T O R Y. So let me ask you again. When you look in your mirror, is the vision you most relate to of being poor or rich? Does it proclaim a victory, progression, and growth? More importantly, does it radiate the glow of your purpose? You know, this message may not be what you're going through, but who do you know who needs that victory to grow? Where do we go from here outlines areas of opportunity we can all utilize, not just sometimes, but every single day. You have the power to move the scales of growth. And I believe a, a state of stagnation is not designed for any of us. And then when those challenging seasons partake in our lives, always know there's, there's a learning opportunity in that for us. When that happens, you can smile eternally and know that something simple. And that's your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. You will also know that there's no weapon that has been formed against you will prosper. To my wife, Tasha, and my mom, and mother, Sarah, I love you very, very much. Sam, Dorian, Mark, and Brandy, stay hungry but humble every single day of your life. To my future babies, <laughs> the, my loves, the leaders of the nation coming forward, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, Ivy, Poppy loves you very, very, very much. And Poppy will see you soon. Talk to everybody on, on February 20th. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Oh,